Good morning, friends. It is Maria here with the Thought Spiral Podcast, and it has been a long time since I have recorded an episode. Um, you know, considering that we were relocating, you know, packing up, moving to a new state, had time off, um, got home, ended up getting COVID. Uh, yes, I am fully vaccinated and I am okay telling everybody that. Um, but it's just been a really busy past few months. My husband and I relocated uh, due to his orders. Um, so we're now located in North Carolina and we bought our first home. You know, all that stuff that you do as grown ups, uh, we tend to do a little later in life than normal. Um, And that's just, you know, being close to your 40s, getting married later, that's just how it happens. So I wanted to jump on here. I don't know if anyone still listens. I don't know if anyone listens at all. Um, But I just wanted to do another check-in because it's been so long. Um, You know, I have, since moving here, we don't have cable. Um, I really decided a few months back that I needed to take a step back from wearing an advocacy hat. Uh, What I mean by that is I was getting very emotionally drained, um, just thinking about all of the things, excuse any of the other sounds, I am cooking myself breakfast this morning. Um, But you know, just getting a little too emotionally invested in everything that was going on, you know, with politics and the election and civil rights and equal rights and human rights, uh, kind of things that I was finding myself a little bit depressed and isolated, um, a little more emotional than normal. Um, I'm an emotional person to begin with, uh, but it was creating a lot of tension, you know, with my husband and you know, tension, kind of like tension that people didn't even realize uh, that I had created, you know, because I disagreed with their views or opinions. Um, I also decided a few months back um, to kind of remove toxic people from my life altogether. Um, So, That did include some family members. Um, Again, people that really don't ever come around, you know, unless it's convenient. Um, I never hear from them, you know. And and I learned through um, another family member by marriage about some of the conversations that were being had about my sisters and I. And, you know, it just got to the point that At 38 years old, I really don't care to maintain relationships with people who don't care about me. Um, You know, in some of the conversations that were happening, I I was just a little bit surprised and shocked and, and maybe not so surprised because although I've always tried to, you know, reach out and, and be friendly and be courteous and be polite, it doesn't ever seem to go very far. Um, So, you know, with that, I was doing some mental health work, kind of removing all that toxicity from my life, uh, getting closer with my sisters, you know, kind of working through our own healing journeys together. Um, And I feel very 
whole and very content and very free of all of those things that I felt like were holding me back for so long. Um, it was a very freeing feeling to completely detach from a lot of that toxicity that still exists, you know, generationally um, within the family. So I feel mentally, I feel really good about it. Um, I am a human being, so I do have moments where I feel a little bit guilty or I feel sad that I don't have so many people in my life. But then I have to kind of on the other side remind myself that those people are not good for me. You know, they're not good for my mental health. They're not good for my emotions. They're not good to me. You know, they don't reach out. They don't care about anything unless it impacts them and makes them look better. So with that being said, I feel really good about my choices. I feel really good about disconnecting. Um, You know, I disconnected from not so much friends, but a friend, and I have a hard time calling her a friend um, because I just felt like she had changed a lot over the last year, and I realized how often I felt bad after spending time with her, felt bad about myself, you know, my job, my relationship, everything. She just was kind of an energy vampire, and, you know, again, I I understand that people are in their own or on their own journeys. Um, You know, I know a little bit about her life and I know that she has never, you know, made an effort to kind of better herself uh, from her traumatic experiences and, and things that she, you know, circumstances that she dealt with. So now being in a new state, right, with really no local friends, um, is again itself a little bit isolating, but it was like a completely clean slate leaving Virginia and all of the, you know, issues that I had there with people I didn't know and and the the stalker ex-girlfriend and, you know, just the residual memories and energy from having lived there for so long and been in another relationship and kind of, you know, it was just nice to leave that behind. I thought I would be super emotional about it because again, I'm an emotional person, but I cried for like five minutes. Um, and I think part of it was because my best friend, uh, followed us down here to North Carolina. So she stayed with me for a couple days Uh, while my husband went back to Virginia and, you know, spent some time here and we went to the beach and we had some good talks. And I think that that's what made that transition a lot better. Um, And knowing also that, you know, my friends that I am leaving will continue to be in my life. Um, So, you know, feeling really good about life and things and, you know, home ownership is a whole other thing. Uh, When something is yours, you tend to kind of just immerse yourself in like, you know, just everything. So we've been really busy, you know, painting and uh, decorating and, you know, trying to figure out what to do with the space. And that's been really fun. Um, But, you know, I just, I still am at a stage in life that I, I am consistently worried about humanity. You know, I'm worried about people and I'm worried about how divisive that we've allowed 
ourselves to become, um, you know, over political views and opinions. And I, you know, I don't want to get too much into the vaccination stuff or the Afghanistan, you know, everything that's going on right now. Again, the date is August. I'm sorry. It's September. Wait, what day is it? It's September 1st. (laughs) I didn't even. Okay. So it's September 1st. Uh, My birthday is tomorrow. Um, But, you know, I still very much care about the things that are going on in the world. I care about the people that are impacted. Um, But I just continue to be disappointed by how people have become so divided based on the opinions and ramblings and rhetoric of people who really don't give two shits about us, right? As people, you know, everybody has an agenda, whether it's the the administration, the president, the Republican, whoever, everybody has an agenda. And I think people have lost sight of the fact that we should all care about one another as a whole, right? The greater good should be where our, um, where our beliefs and, and, you know, where we place value. And I feel like we're still so far from that. And on a random subject here, I lived in the DMV area for many years, like over many years, uh, not consecutively, but this last time, you know, we spent four years in Northern Virginia, right outside of DC, you know, and when we moved down here, Again, I I don't subscribe to any political party. I am not a Democrat. I am not a Republican. I am not a liberal. I am just a human being who cares about human beings and the earth and the oceans and the bugs. And, you know, I'm just a, a, what does my husband call me? Hippy dippy. So I'm a hippy dippy person. Um, And so, you know, living in the DMV, it has this reputation for being a very liberal place, right? Very liberal, very open, accepting. And even in my years before this past four years, people have never been friendly or helpful. Um, I, I've never seen, you know, people just being good to their neighbor type of thing. And so when the first couple times that we came, we drove down to North Carolina. I saw a lot of Trump flags, right? I saw a lot of, you know, Trump will be back, Trump 2020, like on the trucks, on the houses, on the side of the interstates, on the highways. And I was really concerned because I'm like, oh my God, like totally didn't even think about how North Carolina is a red state coming from, you know, DMV. Like this is going to be such a culture shock probably for me. It's a very small town kind of mindset area, very, excuse me, very rural, you know, uh, where we live, it's, it's, there's not many people out here. And the people that are, are very, they're a very specific type of people. So I had my concerns, you know, coming from Northern Virginia where, you know, up until recently masks were we were starting to get to that point where it was a little more relaxed. But before that, you know, we wore masks everywhere. It was recommended to wear masks outside, you know? So we came from like that very strict, those very strict guidelines to, you know, visiting in Mississippi where nobody's wearing a mask to North Carolina, where also nobody's wearing a mask to include, you know, 
restaurant staff and, and all, you know, everybody, everyone um, in any uh, business is not wearing a mask. Uh, there's very few people who I see wearing masks um, and it's not, you know, a specific type of person. It's, it's 50-50, you know, a lot of different people. So coming down here and seeing a lot of that Trump stuff and, you know, I was really concerned. I was like, oh gosh, like this is not going to be, you know, like where did we move to? Where are we going? So in this short time that we've been here, um, I've noticed something really odd. And again, taking a step back from TV, taking a step back from wearing that advocacy hat, I wanted to just come here and allow my experience to solidify my opinion about where I live. So you know, in the short time that we had spent here before taking leave, you know, before we came back permanently, um, everywhere we'd been, it was like a whole other world, right? It's, I grew up in Florida. I grew up in central Florida, which is very rural, you know, very country. And small talk was a thing, you know, anywhere you went. When I lived in Fredericksburg, Virginia, even, that's about an hour south of Northern Virginia, you know, or I'm sorry, of Alexandria. And personalities completely changed when you were down there. You know, people were okay having small talk. People were okay saying good morning or cracking a joke or smiling or complimenting you or just helping other people out. So I hadn't experienced that. Um, even in Mississippi, it's not, it's a little bit better, but it, it wasn't, you know, like it's still, people are still very much closed off for the most part. It just depends on where you're at. So when we came here, you know, I, I had already had a pretty good experience being here for, you know, a week or so by myself. And I was kind of surprised. I was like, well, I can't like it already. I haven't been here long enough. Um, but when we came back, uh, you know, we notice there's just this small town mentality. And I, I started to compare this to like things that you see on social media or things that you see on TV or the way that people portray Southerners, right? Southerners, they're Confederates, they're racist, they're this that, and the other. And, uh, you know, we've all thought that we've all experienced it in some way. Even when I was growing up in Florida, I experienced racism, you know, it, it's just one of those things. Um, but everywhere that I've been here, um, you know, in pretty much every establishment that we've been to, whether we're eating dinner or shopping or just walking around, people here, while they may, you know, believe what they believe or feel what they feel, they're so polite, right? And it's like shocking to me. I'm like, gosh, people here are so nice. Like, there's, they have small talk with you. I can't tell you how many conversations I've had with people just standing in a line, you know, waiting to pay for something or just walking by and, and making it a point to acknowledge you. And it's not just one type of people. It's everybody, you know. And, and as a Hispanic American, people don't know, you know, if I'm from here. People don't know if I was born here. So... I look, I kind of stick out like a sore thumb unless there's other, you know, people of color in the area. And every time that I go out, even by myself, you know, I'm approached by older white people, you know, younger white people, older black people. Um, and, and people just want to have a, 
a good connection with somebody. I mean, it, it can be as simple as, oh, hey, did you, have you ever been to such and such? You know, just anything. Hey, I love that shirt. I used to have a shirt like that, you know. And it, it catches me off guard because you have this, you know, people have this preconceived notion that any Southern state, like people are super racist and they're yelling slurs and they're rude. And I have not experienced that. And so it's really, it has really kind of opened my eyes to how I allowed media and social, and I know I shouldn't, but you don't realize it in the moment, how you allow things to impact the way that you see everything. Um, you know, so that being said, I just, it's one of those things that's really surprising to me that I told my husband and, and a few people, you know, I lived in the DC area for, again, not consecutively, but for like 10 years. And I never felt like people were friendly or courteous or polite ever, ever. Um, and then I moved down here, you know, to North Carolina, which is a very red state, which, you know, we all know this. And everybody is polite and cordial and respectful. Um, and it's just, you know, it kind of, it kind of throws your mind for a loop. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I lived in the most liberal area and, and nobody could be nice. And I moved down here to the most rural, you know, conservative area and everybody is nice and everybody says good morning and everyone says have a nice day or thank you or you're welcome. Like it's, it's just completely different worlds. And my point in bringing that up is that people have got to start thinking for themselves. I've always been a free thinker. I've always been a, a free spirit. I've always been a person who I don't make an opinion based off of what I hear or what I see, although it may be, it may influence me. Um, but I usually try to give everybody and everything the benefit of the doubt. And so coming here, I realized how the narrative in my own mind had changed, you know, being up in the DMV for so long, um, you know, being up and, and seeing the problems and the issues and everything right at the forefront, um, you know, every single day and, and the news and this, that, and the other. And so my whole point, my whole purpose this morning is to understand that you are going to have your own experiences. You're going to have your own experiences. You're going to formulate your own opinions, um, which is fine, which is what you're supposed to do, but you really have to think about how you might be perceiving the world in a way that you, even you don't really believe, right? Like you might be, your perception might have been influenced or, you know, changed in a way that it doesn't really suit you or the way that you try to live, you know, your life and, and have your opinions. So I feel like I'm rambling, which means I probably should uh, stop myself here. Um, you know, I, I still very much believe that Black Lives Matter. I still very much believe um, that, you know, I, I, all of those things, you know, equal rights for LGBTQ community. I'm still very pro-choice. You know, I my views don't line up 100% with the, you know, blue or red or whatever. Like, I, I just think that people should do what is best for them. 
um, what they want to do, but that they should also think about others. And so with that, I am going to say, as I usually do, love and light to you all. Um, I hope that your families, you know, your friends, everybody that you love and care for, yourself, um, that you're healthy and happy. Um, you know, considering all of the things that we've all experienced over the past year, you know, and now we're getting pretty close to another year of this stuff. Um, you know, I just pray that everybody has been able to maintain, um, you know, a healthy uh, healthy level of, of everything, you know, mentally, emotionally, physically, um, that you haven't suffered too many losses. Um, you know, we, we had a rough year last year with, with many losses uh, of many loved ones and our loved ones' loved ones. So, you know, we have experienced that and we've really grown from last year, you know, and tried to live our lives as well as we can for the people who can't anymore. Um, so, you know, with that, love and light to you all. I hope that this week finds you well. Um, it is my birthday tomorrow, so I will officially be 39. I have one more year until I hit the big 4-0, and I'm looking forward to it, although I'm not really enjoying this aging thing. Um, take care, and I'll talk to you soon.